For your complete up-to-date listings of live Smodco shows, go to Smodcast.com. April 14th, Irvine Gets Old with Jay and Bob. Comic book men's Mike and Ming are at PopCon in Evansville, Indiana on April 15th. Get your tickets now at Smodcast.com. Everybody and welcome to ISO Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men. Jian Sam Bob, secret stashed. My name is Ming Chen. Sitting across from me is the man that's been blasted with cosmic rays, gamma rays, every kind of ray possible, and he's still standing. Uh, oddly enough, without any superpowers. Mike Zapsick, everybody. Mike yeah, Zapsick. That sucks. What happened, Mike? Why? No, why, then, why, why yeah, you know, I'm gonna get some dude like there's a. a uh, who was the uh, that rapper Ray? Ray Kwan. I have no idea. Just, just say Kanye West. Con- yeah, Kanye. Yeah. No, Ray. Con Con Ray. West. Con Ray West. Yes. Like, oh, he got blasted with Con Ray. Yes. Hey. What happened? Why? Yeah. Why? No superpowers. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so, sorry, Mike. I'm just, I don't I just so. apathy. That's my apathy? superpower now. Apathy. No, no, I'm not apathetic. Yeah, it's time for I Sell Comic. Yeah, your dude. Your superpower is podcasting, and that's why we're sitting here. At the podcast table here at the Smodco East Studios <laughs> Yay. inside Jane Sound Bob Secret cool. Stash. Actually, this is the first time we're going live in a while. Yeah, we're not live. <laughs> we're not live. We're still recording. Are you disappointed? Does this, change, does this change your outlook? Now? Actually, yeah. You know what? Uh, no. No, it's fine because <laughs> uh, according to Ghostbusters Dun- 2, the world was supposed to end February 14, 2016. Really? Valentine's I don't remember Day. that. Did I- Bummer. Wow! Yeah. Did, is that did Vigo say that? No, that was the lady that um, Peter was interviewing. Oh, okay. For his end of the world thing. Did so. you prepare? Uh, of course. Did you sell all your possessions? <laughs> and no, no, no. I, I want more stuff. Did you? I plan on the end of the world if right. I'm like if it's. As a matter of fact, here's a funny thing. Guy gave me a tract. Don't be left alone. Okay. And it was one of those. <laughs> the the rapture's coming, people, and. Apparently it's not. It's time to, to, yeah, not on February 14, 2016. It's now, not. was it going to end at midnight? February Don't know, 14th? but uh, we're well past February 14th, so it doesn't matter. Or did we at least get to the end of the day? Because not if it even. ended, no one would have seen Comic Book Man return. Uh, and that's not the case now, was it? No. So good thing the world didn't end. Yeah, damn straight. Because we can't, we, not only did the world Triumphant not end, we came back, Comic Book Man. And I just want to send a thank you. To each and every one, we want to thank each we and want every to one thank of you people. Each and every one of the one point one zero seven million people who tuned in on Sunday—that's a lot of people. I don't even know that many people. I wouldn't guess you did. Do you even know ten people? Like, not really. Not outside the store. I don't. You ever seen those contests? It's like we'll take you and twenty of your closest friends to. Yeah, you know, you get a box at a concert. And you know what? I'm I'm sitting there going, "Can I get the cash equivalent? Because I don't have yeah. that many friends." It's let's let's do the counts. <laughs> Me, you, I guess your wife and kids. That's like five. Yeah. Walt, Brian, Mark. We'll get Mark really? is still the okay. good time fellow. What's left? Who? That's is, it. That's nah, it. I think the family. Yeah, family. Yeah. So. No, there are guys out there going to be like, you son of a bitch. You said I was your best friend. Yeah. Th- yeah what's I up with that? I gave you $12 that? for that. Yeah. What's that up with honor? that? Um, yeah. I, I have some breaking news here, Mike. Breaking? Uh, someone on Twitter uh, alerted me to this. Louisville Metro Police say that they arrested a Chinese restaurant owner whose employees were victims of human trafficking. Wednesday night, police arrested Golden Palace Buffet owner Ming Chen after wow. executing his search warrant on the Outer Loop restaurant in a home on Churchdown Lane. Wait a minute, it was Outer Loop restaurant? That's lame. On the Outer Loop restaurant. It's called the Golden Palace Buffet. Golden Palace bu- Buffet. I, to everyone that I human trafficked, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, man, you you have so you much n- explaining do to you do. Do you know what labor costs in this country? Yeah. It's outrageous. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Apparently, Ming Chen imported people from China. Um, only paid them in tips, wow. and sometimes not even transported them to the restaurant between a home I guess he kept under inhumane conditions and locked them in a basement. I'm sorry, dude. That was like one of my catering jobs. Holy yeah. God! Isn't can this I, how the can I bust that guy? Isn't this how the restaurant industry works? I don't. I believe I don't, so. I don't understand. So to anybody I, I offended, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're a, you're a horrible human being, man. Yeah, they come up to me, Mike. They said, you offended my family. You have offended a Shaolin <laughs> temple. It's a little line from Enter the Dragon. All right. One of my favorite Bruce Lee lines. Uh, we have a little, I guess we could call this a sponsorship. Yeah. We're not really getting paid for this yet, 
but we I'm we will be getting boxes. This is from a place called Comic Bento, Mike. Nice. They're the original graphic novel subscription box. Very cool. What is each Bento box? It um, contains at least $50 worth of surprise, surprise graphic novels from both the biggest creators in comics and the unsung indie heroes. Plans start for as low as $17.50 a month, plus shipping and handling. Yeah. Brings you, the, brings you a new theme each month with new graphic novels to go along with it. Yeah, Mark, this month's... Uh this month's theme? theme is Powerless. Powerless. Powerless features okay. human heroes with no powers but a lot of punch. Yes. You have until March 15th to get your powerful box, but it's powerless. It's But it's an, uh, I, I remember that uh, that miniseries from Marvel. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So head on over to www.comicbento.com to check out pricing, unboxing videos, and more. Subscribers can use promo code COMICS. To save $5 on all new subscriptions. Leave off the I sell for savings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> comics. Yeah, check that out. The last one had some good stuff. I had a new 52 Batman trade paperback. Very cool. It had Transformers. Had some pets. I see Green Hornet. Uh, I see Green Hornet on here. I see You see Green Hornet. Awesome. Yeah. So for as low as $17.50 a month, or if you use the promo code comics, get sure. another five bucks off there. It's $12.50 a month. People, yeah, exactly. Jump all over it. Yeah. So if you're one of those people, like, oh, I'll wait for the trade paperback. Well, here you go. And 17, wait no more, 1750 folks. $17.50 a month. That's less than most trade paperbacks outright. Uh, but you got a box full of them. Yeah, that's that's probably less than Amazon. Yeah, I think they're they're going to start sending us some of them. So I hope so. You want to do? Are you into? Do your kids watch the unboxing videos? People, unboxing? yes, actually they do. At first, I thought they're like, this is a thing. People unbox opening yeah. boxes and telling people what's inside. But this is big. This is big business. Like I have billions to, of hits. I got to tell you, it uh, came in handy for us when we had to rebox a statue. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, there was there's a, a YouTube <laughs> video that tells you how <laughs> to rebox. It was it was a multi piece Walking Dead uh, Rick Grimes statue. Yeah, was that the Skybound, Skybound one? Yeah. yeah, the one where he's shooting zombies yeah, in the head. Yeah, and he's got a, a foot in one of them's chest. Yeah, it's a great statue. It's a fantastic statue and it's on a, a 360 swivel. Yes. Which makes it very gentle. If I it's, had more it's money, it's very fragile. 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 If I had more money, room, time, I would I, I this would be a piece that I would put I in got the cap put on me last week. The wife told the wife done told me you can have whatever you want, but you have to have the room for whatever you want. That's fair. So she said, you can bring stuff in, but stuff has to go out. And that's a double-edged sword because a, you have no space. I've been to your house. I got no space. You yeah, no space. There's a little little bit on your kitchen counter where that's you could a, put maybe a Funko Pop figure. Possibly. But not a Rick Rhymes No, I'm, I'm sweeping my kids' homework off the, uh, the desks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kids, you can go yeah, and do, study in the toilet. You're uh, the dog ate it. Yeah, right? Yeah, here, I'll sign whatever the hell you want. Yeah. But, Dad, I'm getting D's. Dog, I it, can't study. Yeah, you're getting D's, but I get my Rick Grimes walking I get my Rick statue. Grimes walking So somebody statue. bought it, you had to put it, you wanted to yeah. put it back well, in the we box had it like here, it came out. And, yeah, had to put it in, and it's in multiple pieces of yeah. styrofoam. You so you're sitting there going, holy crap. You figured it out. Actually, it took a team of five. <laughs> it was that one and one of the other Five ones that people. drove us nuts was the General Grievous one quarter. Oh, yeah, with the yeah, four. The, the sideshow. Yeah, he's got all four lightsabers, lightsabers yep. out. He's looking mean. But Holy crap, but it, putting that thing back. Very exacting. You have to be wow. exact. Wow, yeah, because otherwise you can snap off one of those spindly arms, yeah. one of those fragile so, arms. So let's give a little credit to the Chinese kids who got paid three cents an hour. That I was human trafficking. That, <laughs> oh, but before dude. I brought them to this country to do to work at my Golden Palace Chinese buffet, you had them packing were, up the sideshow. Yeah, they were at sideshow okay. packing up General Grievous's. Good and deal. They, and it wasn't broken, was it? No, no, no. They're those the surprisingly small and gentle fingers. Yeah, and I know it probably took you two hours to put that back in the box. These kids, they got to do it. Their time, they got to do it in thirty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Ming Chen is a taskmaster. Yeah, yeah. So we have a guest. We do. And I'm going to, let's see. I am uh, so excited about this guest. We met him. Let's see if this works out here. Let's see. We met this gentleman at Comic Palooza. We did. And he saved me from a a Mighty Morphin uh, ass beaten. Oh, was it him? Hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hello, Brent. Mr. Brent Peoples. Everybody, give it up. 
Yeah, that's Mike Zapsik. This is Ming Chen. Hello. We were just talking. Mike was just relating a story about how you saved him from a Power Ranger. Do we mention the color? Which Power Ranger you saved him no, from? No, I'm, I'm not allowed to. Okay. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. But, Brent, you remember the story, right? You were there. You that's do remember saving. Yeah, it's been a couple of years ago. I know, but you did because uh, – why don't you relay the story? Not from my point of view, but from you know, yours. I, I remember. I remember the instance, but I probably don't remember too much of what happened, just because of, uh, you know, imbibing. Okay, but somebody oh. else was imbibing as well. Um, <laughs> one of the Power Rangers had gotten a little tipsy, shall we say, and um, he had fallen on his rump, and I <laughs> stood up to go in and help him out. I'm like, um, and uh, I felt a hand on my shoulder. It was Brent. Yeah. And he said, no, no, no. Don't do that. This is not your fight. This Don't is, get involved. I'm, I'm like, it's not a fight. It's just a, a, I'm, I'm going to go and help him out. And he said, no, watch this. And the, his um, handler? handler helped him up, and he smacked him right in the face. <laughs> and, and Brent said to me, that's why you don't help him up. Wow. <laughs> He's, I, I'm assuming you've seen that once or twice before. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for saving me from getting my, my face slapped and probably, um, drunken master kung fu hijinks would have ensued after that. <laughs> I would have been like, dude, what's your freaking problem? <laughs> so, and, uh, that guy earned his 20% that day. His yes, handler. he did. His handler, absolutely. I love it. Brent Peoples, multi-talented. He's an incredible artist, and he's a lifesaver. Yes. Yes. You owe him one. So it's great to have you here. Thank you for coming on. Brent Peoples, uh, amazing artist, uh, worked on uh, Last of the Greats, uh, Legendary Green Hornet, and now working on the Gold Key Alliance book. Looking forward yeah. to this one. Walt and I were just talking about it. Uh, published, oh, by, yeah. published by Dynamite. It's going to come out April 6, 2015. And uh, Mike, are you a fan of the? Uh, are you? We none of us really go back that far. We um, no. I was a. I do remember the uh, the gold key characters though, because you know Valiant had them. Everybody had them uh, at one time or another. Magnus Robot Robo Fighter, um, Doctor Solar, or just Solar Tarak. Um, a lot of these guys. I would. I almost assumed that some of them ended up in the public domain. Would that would that be correct, Brent, or no? Not. I don't think so. I think they've they've always been the rights have always been held by somebody. Okay. So I mean, these are you know this is you know it's a licensed property for Dynamite. Um, you know, I I don't know if they went on an auction block or what they did to get the rights. Um, you know, for the licensing. But yeah, the the rights are the rights are, have always been held. They killed the um, guy. That's what happened. Yeah, probably. All right, yeah. great. Um, so anyway, you're working with Phil Hester, who worked with Kevin on the Green Arrow, right? Um, what's it like? Tell us. I mean, he's here. Here you got a writer who is also an artist, right? And he's giving you visual cues. Is he more exacting than say a I don't know a a, a normal writer would be? A little bit. I mean, working with Phil's great. We're we're good buddies. We've been. We've been buddies for several years. Since you uh, saved him from a slap from one of the <laughs> Power Rangers. At a convention in Houston, Texas. Uh, so, yeah, we're we're really good friends. So we've been trying to connect for a while. Um, so and we finally we finally got to connect on this. But working with Phil's good because he is an artist. So he understands the page. He understands, um, you know, the, the language of an artist, I guess. Um, sometimes he is more exacting as far as what he wants on a page, but, but there's also plenty of room where he lets me just, you know, run wild. Go. So, um, you know, there's no problem if I want to, there's been a couple times so far that, you know, I wanted to change a panel or, or instead of have two panels, just have one big panel, whatever it is. And he's, you know, he's open to that. Cool. Amazing. And, and, um, the, the, uh, the gold key characters, uh, so we have, a. Uh, Turok, the dinosaur hunter, uh, Magnus, robot fire, solar, man of the atom, the mighty Samson. Am I, am I missing any? So right now, as of issue number one, what you'll get are those four. Um, so we're taking a little bit, Phil's taking it, and I'm, I hope I don't butcher this, but Phil's taking a, a little bit of a spin where essentially 
saying for the, you know, for this series, let's just pretend that this is the first time anybody has seen these characters, right? Um, because they're older characters. So you have the hardcore gold key fans, which are up in years, most of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you have the other hardcore gold key fans that were on the Valiant run. Um, so now it's time to make them viable for a new audience. But the way Phil does it, Phil loves these characters. I mean, Phil's, Phil's love for these characters are the classic gold key, you know, Russ Manning, Magnus, those guys. Um, and so we're taking, you know, we're basically changing their status quo. So everybody for this run is in 2016. So Turok's not back in the dinosaur times and, and Magnus isn't in the far future. Um, everybody exists in 2016. So he's basically taking it as if nobody's seen these characters before. And, you know, this is their origin story. This is their, their status quo in 2016. But he is, he's giving enough like playback and little hints and Easter eggs to the previous characters. Right. Good call back. Previous stories um, to try to make everybody happy. You know, he loves, he loves these characters. So, you know, he's not, um, you know, he's not making Turok into some cocky jerk that he's not, you know, he's not, he's not really changing. You know, I mean, we do have a difference as where our, our solar that you'll see in the first issue is actually a young African-American woman in Africa. Um, who's completely aware of her powers um, and is using them to the best of her ability to help an impoverished uh, village in Africa. Um, so that's probably the biggest change um, in the characters, but they're, they're all pretty similar to, to what they, they've always been. That's, that's really cool. I see that, that you've got a, a couple things in here. Um, you know, uh, Turok is a reality TV star and a park <laughs> ranger, which is actually pretty cool. Um, I, I'm I'm curious to see the the take. I, I want to, you know, part of me is like, oh wow, he's gonna like stumble into a Savage Land type of place, or you know, just like the the typical comic fan uh, reaction, where you know, you've got um, Samson. A uh, very cool character, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> is a raving homeless man ranting at unseen monsters on the streets of Manhattan, which right. we've all seen. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've been to New York. I, see that. <laughs> I mean, you can't walk down a block without seeing at least one of those guys. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. But this guy's He's legitimately. Right. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are legitimate monsters out there. Right. And and that's what, you know, and that's I was talking to someone else about this and the like the Turok being a, a reality star, that's a reality star that's more of kind of a a, a backstory in a way. Okay. Or just that's that's what he is. That doesn't take as far as I've seen so far in the scripts, I'm on issue number three now, um, drawing issue three and, and so far that's just kind of like in this reality, that's kind of his gig. But it doesn't take a huge uh, role per se. Um, and, and yeah, as far as the park ranger, it is, it's a park, you know, he's a, he's a park ranger for, for reasons we haven't seen yet, a dinosaur sanctuary, um, in 2016. So that's, uh, could I get that job myself? That'd be really cool. That'd be a rad job, right? I know. Mike Zapsic dinosaur hunter? Mike, no, Mike Zapsic uh, dinosaur tribal uh, park ranger. I like that. Yeah, oh, you got the reality star part. Down. All right, well. Yeah, yeah. so now you just go, go find a, just go work for a, a dinosaur sanctuary. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, I, I just ran an interview uh, uh, with Phil Hester. He, uh, he, he, uh, he meant, he, he said he was a huge fan of yours and he was like, yeah, this kid, he called you a kid. So this kid is up and coming. He might be going places. Which I, w- I thought was funny. How did you get involved in this project? Uh, you know, I worked so you know working for Dynamite before. Is that as a freelancer, you know, you're always hitting up your your editors, you know, looking for work. Um, and Phil had actually mentioned this to me. He said, "Hey, uh, there might be this thing. Why don't you go talk to uh, our editor Joe Rybant over at Dynamite?" Uh, so I just mentioned to him. I said, "Hey, you know, Phil said that you guys might have a thing." Uh, that he thinks I would be good for, and they they told me about it. So, um, you know, because of because of licensing, they had to 
it's not like they could just hire me on the spot. They had to get me approved and, and all of that kind of stuff that goes into doing a license project. So they, I knocked out four pages um, from the script and sent them over, and it took a couple weeks or so. Uh, and they got back and said, the gig's yours. So I was super stoked. Um, and, yeah, Phil, Phil, Phil did it, that interview, and he said, you know, he, he said some really nice things. I think, what did he say, that, that something along the lines of, Marvel and DC are going to be upset that they didn't pick up this kid sooner or whatever he said. Yeah, that was it. I thought that was funny. And coming from Phil, that's a huge compliment. You know, I mean, yeah, he's one of my, he's one of my good friends, but that dude, you know, I've looked up to him for years. So when I read that, I almost teared up. I got, I got a little (laughs) sobby. Um, you know, that's a, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big deal coming from a guy like that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was super sweet of him. So we, we've seen your art. Uh, be, be prepared to accept more compliments on that level. Oh, yeah. Uh, be prepared to cry more, I guess. We're, we're well, the, the, in the art, and, and we talked about this too, I mean, the, the work that I'm doing on this, I mean, everything for the stage of life that I was in was good, right? Um, and as an artist, if you're any, any kind of a good artist worth your, your salt, you're going to constantly keep growing and learning no matter how old you are or how long you've been in the business. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm still a fledgling and, and, in this industry. I'm only in it, you know, almost seven years, six and a half years. So, you know, I'm constantly growing, but the, the stuff and Phil, Phil's even said this too, is that the work that I'm doing on this series is, is light years past anything I've ever done. Um, and it's something that I'm super, super proud of. So I really hope people like it. it. You know, as an artist, it's always weird once it comes to the drawing board and goes out of your hands, what that, that reaction is going to be, it's always kind of nerve wracking. So, I'm hoping everybody sees, you know, sees what I'm seeing, or at least what Phil's seeing. So, prepare to be like a seven-year overnight sensation. So that's all. That's my advice. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll all take right. it. Would be great. Yeah, art's good. I, I in particular, uh, I don't know if you feel the same way, Mike. Uh, I love your depiction of female characters. I think. <laughs> I, yeah. As a as a red, as a red-blooded uh, comic book fan. Uh, I think you got that that down, Pat. I just thought I'd have to. Me- I'd, I had to mention that. Yeah, that's thanks, not thanks. sexist or anything, Ming. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, no, no. It's one hundred percent from the heart. One hundred percent. So um, now, which issue are you working on right now? I'm currently on issue three. I'm about halfway through issue three now. Nice, and it's a four issue series, correct? Uh, uh, five. Five. Okay, I read wrong. But from what I understand. Um, you know, I think in anything, it may, there's always that possibility of going into an ongoing. So the way Phil's got it structured, uh, from what he's told me is that we can either, if we have to, we can stop at five, uh, and it'll close it up and, and wrap it up nicely in a little bow, or we can keep going. So hopefully the numbers are good and we can keep, keep rocking on this thing. Cause it's really a fun series, but yeah, we don't have to worry about being late cause I'm far enough ahead. Oh, great. Thank, thank God for that. And uh, yeah, I guess issue five. I was like, no, no, no. Remember when we were going to kill everybody off there? Let's not do it anymore. That's, yeah, stop. <laughs> stop right now. Stop. Let's change that ending. That's that's awesome. Um, are you are, are we are you going to any cons anytime soon, or are you uh, are you too busy for that? Uh, I'll, I'll, all this to lead to uh, is he going to be saving you anymore this year, Mike Chapsick? <laughs> I I'm, I've known I know not to to help people anymore. So that's yeah, that's my time, mantra. Next time, Mike's on his own. He's got the one out of me. Yeah, uh, thanks, Brent. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I've got. Um, I, I think I have nothing in March as of now. Um, in April, there's a possibility of either South Carolina or St. Louis. I'm just um, take South Carolina. Waiting here. Well, that's what I'm waiting. I mean, waiting here back. Um, I've got St. Louis wrapped up, but but I, you know, South Carolina is um, kind of would be a an easier show for me to do. Um, so if that comes through, I may have to unfortunately cancel on on the other one. But you, we'll we won't see. say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we won't let St. Louis know. Okay, yeah, just don't <laughs> don't let him hear this podcast. Um, the uh, and then what else? I've got Denver in June. Um, something in May. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to book out. I'm always, always New York in October every year. Um, that goes without saying. So yeah, I think we feel the same Baltimore. way. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you there for sure. Yeah. And, uh, do you, um, do you do commissions when you're at the shows? Yeah, always. Excellent. Yeah. And how can people reach you when they want a commission from the great brand peoples? 
the easiest way is always email. So my it's my last name, Peoples, P-E-E-P-L-E-S, uh, and then art, A-R-T, so peoplesart at gmail.com. That's always easiest. Um, but there's always Facebook. Cool. You know. Do you have a cap? Do you, do you like stop at like 500? <laughs> I wish I could do 500 in a at a show. I mean, you know, at home, at home, I get the home commissions and I'll take, I'll take a few here and there just depending on my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, the show I found that I can get through about 10, maybe 12 in a weekend. Okay. Um, it's full pieces. That's, you know, that's full. fair. Yeah. That's so, a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good output. Awesome. Yeah. yeah that's, that's George Perez in his prime output. That's a, uh, that's cranking. That's head down all day, you know, having my girlfriend with me to help me with prints or, Something like that help sell books and prints or whatever because yeah it's it's cranking to get through ten or twelve but I can do it so that's usually what I put it at very cool so you you heard him people get on uh, the stick and and get your commissions to to Brent Peoples yeah and uh, yeah hopefully we we see you in the future hopefully uh, we yeah uh, you won't be pulling Mike Zapsick by the scruff of his neck out of jams. Are you kidding but, me? He's going to be too busy doing commissions yeah, and right. with his lines? Oh, my God. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you get me into trouble. Yeah. So uh, first issue yep. comes out at April 6th, correct? Yeah, April 6th. April 6th. Look, I'm looking forward to it. I know we're getting some at the stash. And, man, best of luck to you. And, uh, hey, keep in touch. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really do appreciate it. And uh, hopefully I'm going to be in Jersey a couple times this year, so maybe I'll just have to swing by. My girlfriend's folks live in Jersey, so we try to visit. So I'll have to just swing by the stash and see if you guys are around one day. We're always here. You're uh, And you're always welcome here at the podcast table in person next time would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be good. Be rad. Yeah, if we could figure that out, because... You got and we're, the stash is in what town again? Red Bank, Red Bank, New Jersey, oh seven seven oh one. About uh, twenty minutes north of Asbury Park. Okay, yeah, I think that's only about an hour, hour and a half from from where we go in Jersey. So, um, that's not too bad. We can make the trek over there for sure. Very cool, amazing. Doors always open for you. Uh, anything else you want to plug? I know you're over at uh, peoplesart.blogspot.com. Uh, you're yes, on- I don't. I don't use that a ton. I don't think I've uploaded, updated that thing in a long time. So uh, uh, Facebook. Usually, the easiest way to find me is just to see my new stuff is Facebook. Okay. I've got a I've got a fan group that again I'm horrible at at uploading and and getting on because it just takes so much time to do all these different things. Um, so, but my my normal Facebook, I've got a normal Facebook. If you find that, just friend me on that. And uh, Twitter's people's art, uh, same as the email. And the um, other than that, man, yeah, just the the gold key thing is what I'm working on now. Um, I'll have a uh, an exclusive Lady Death cover for Denver with Brian Polito. Cool. Uh, so we'll put that out there. And other than that, I think that's really it. Amazing. That's awesome. Best of luck to you, Brent. Yeah, thank you so much, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. And, uh, Sounds yeah, good. You're always welcome here. Come come back to Jersey. Awesome. We'll do it. Awesome. Talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Brent Peoples, everybody. Ooh, thank yes. you for uh, thank you for. I I didn't know you lined that up based on him saving you at a con. That's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's just like I, don't, don't, yeah, just don't this do is, it. This ain't your fight. No, it, it wasn't even a fight. I was just gonna go over and, and I know help you're helpful. I know you're a helpful help. guy. I'm, you're. I'm a helper. Yeah, but there's a difference between helping, say, an old lady across the street, or helping a Power Ranger, an inebriated Power Ranger up to his feet and up to his feet up, after a drunk, drunken tumble. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, and I, I was amazed that he knew what was going to happen. I'm like, well, it, we we've seen it before. Yeah, I know, but if someone falls down, in know, fact, and, I've been involved. So yeah, I've, you, I've drunkenly fallen down. You have, but, but I don't you, punch people after I get You wouldn't help. slap a guy for help. No, 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 up, no, so. no. I would not slap. I, I I'm not a mean drunk. Okay, yeah, I'm a good true. drunk. I didn't say that uh, Power Rangers were mean drunks. Well, good drunk. So look out for that gold, the Gold Key Alliance from gold Dynamite Key Alliance, Comics, yes. uh, April sixth, two thousand sixteen. We'll be reviewing, Dynamite. We'll be reviewing it here. Hell yeah, for sure. Speaking of reviewing, yes. Ming, let's talk about some books. Let's here. talk some comics. Yeah. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I, I want to go first. I see a book here that uh, I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I think you can go a lot, a lot more in depth on this than I can. This is the Avengers standoff. Uh, uh, the welcome new, to Pleasant Hill. Welcome to Pleasant Hill. This is the the new Marvel. Uh, crossover event. Yes, it's the new Marvel event. Um, and let's just say that uh, it starts off with not a bang, but um, a face-off. Yes. So um, 
you read it? I did read it. Okay. Now, who did, there's a gentleman that is transported without any memory to a place called Pleasant Hill. Right. But before, there's a little, there's a little prologue, I guess. Yes. With, there's, uh, Bucky Barnes is back in yes, from outer space. The Winter Soldier is, uh, he's taken Nick Fury's, uh, yeah, he's in outer space and he's watching, uh, pretty much all of reality. Planet Earth. Yeah. He is now the new watcher, yes. I suppose. Yeah. And, uh, so he comes down to Earth to, to check out, um, something that is, he calls it a cataclysmic event. Yes. And, uh, he breaks into a shield facility and what happens? Captured by shield. Yeah. And then we just get a black panel. Yeah. Everything goes black. And then next thing we know, we see a gentleman waking up. In a, in a town called Pleasant Hill. A very nice little town. It is. Uh, too nice. Yes, I would it say. does seem a little too says, nice. Uh, you follow the rules, uh, you'll get a good job, yeah. and you'll live a fun life here in quiet, bucolic Pleasant Hill. Right. Where all is not as it seems. No, nothing is as it seems. And uh, we find out that he tries to make some escape attempts. Yeah. Much like Truman from the Truman Show. Yes. And pretty much the same kind of things are happening to him. If you're a fan of Twin Peaks, if you're a fan of, say, Wayward Pines. If you're a fan of The Prisoner. If you're a fan of The Prisoner, or as you mentioned, uh, what was that? Not Ed TV, but... Um, it was The Truman, Truman Show. Truman Show. Uh, you'll like this uh, with, with superheroes and, say, supervillains. Yeah, let's say supervillains. And where... We can we can spoil it, Ming. I mean, we tell okay. people, you know what? If you're if you don't understand that we're spoiling it, yeah. then you shouldn't be reading it. Okay, anyway. but Go for um, it. yeah, it turns out it's the new Shield facility to incarcerate supervillains. Yes, where their memories are wiped and they're placed. They're given new personalities and new jobs. Yes, and placed in a not an alternate reality, but a a manufactured reality. That's reality. Good. That's a small town called perfect Pleasant Hill. name. Yes. And there were a lot of Easter eggs. I don't know how many you noticed in here. Oh, There's lots. a doctor called Doc- Dr. Bruce. Dr. Bruce. Yeah. There's a woman called, I believe, Dolores Bixby, I believe is yes, her name. Yes, Bixby. And there's one scene where uh, our, our, not hero, but our protagonist here is. Actually, did you notice the biggest one? No, what is the biggest Dr. one? Dr. Eric Schwelling from Thor. Yes. Dr. Eric what what is it? Uh, Selvig. Selvig. That's it. Yes. Dr. Eric Selvig, and, uh, and it's uh, the art is uh, the incomparable Mark Bagley. Uh, it's yep. written by Nick Spencer, and it is. They do a really nice job, and um, so yeah, there you've got a bunch of characters who are uh, in other media making their comic book debuts. Yes, but all heading toward. Um a battle, perhaps. A lot of people are calling the Civil War 1.5. Uh, I don't think so, but um, it's it's certainly going to be tense because this is um, this is Shield going outside the parameters of what Shield is supposed to do. Right. Shield is supposed to defend, not be this proactive. But Maria Hill states in in a uh, there's a little thing, uh, a training video, if you will, yes. for incoming. Um, trainees. shield agents, yeah. shield agents, Pleasant Hill trainees. Yeah, and they they have to um, is uh, it's it's a little more sinister than it appears because they're basically wiping people's memories and yes. not good. It never ends up well. No, they, were, they always seem to come back in a big bad do. way and in, and with a vendetta. Yeah, so the dreams. The subconscious works in weird ways. The yeah. mind. We, we've seen it a million times yeah. before, and we never learn. But our initial, the guy who, who wakes up there, did you think it was Bucky? Yes. Yeah. They, it's, they, we're not going to spoil red the herring, end. Red herring. It's not it, Bucky. It's Just, not Bucky. It's not Bucky. It's not Bucky. And the other guy, didn't he look like a little bit like um, Robert Downey Jr.? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not Robert Downey Jr.? Not Robert Downey Jr., but not look. Robert Downey Jr. A lot of, lot of, look at each panel carefully. Yeah. You'll see a lot of little. Nothing little, is what it seems. You'll see a lot of weird Easter eggs. So that that was cool, though. Yep, I, I'm a big fan of the the whole weird small town twists upon reality. twists. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, where nothing is, it seems, and yeah, some sometimes I feel like that here. It's like, is this my real life or is this some kind of weird dream? I don't know. That's something you and can't if you, answer. And if you if you do kind of a bullet point checklist of everything 
we are doing now, it seems like some guy just kind of wrote it. And it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he wrote a bunch of stuff down. He's like, this is weird. This is weird. This is weird. Yeah. Let's put them all together. See what happens. Yeah. It's right. Very Matrix like. So, what else you got? Power Man, Iron Fist. Wow, not on my Luke, list. Luke, I did really? not read it. I, I, yeah, I got to be honest. The, uh, the Luke arc's Cage a little and bit Danny of Danny Rand are, are yeah, back, I, man. I know. It's, uh, I'm going to have to read this one, but I didn't. It wasn't on my I, pull list. We haven't seen them together in how, when was the last time we saw these guys together? It's been a while. I no, don't, well, I don't, Daredevil. Okay. In Brian Michael Bendis's run. Yes. They were together. They, yeah. And they did a good... Uh, they were in Shadowlands. Yeah. When Daredevil. was the last time we saw them working together, though? It was Heroes for Hire. Uh, it's for Heroes for Hire, uh, Daredevil, and oh, Shadowlands. Okay, okay. So. All right. But, and, but they're back. They're a classic team. They're one of my favorite team-ups ever because they're so disparate, desperate. Yes. Oh, yeah. However you say that word. Yeah, Luke Cage, Street Smart. Danny Rand Danny had Rand the money. Had the money, and he's a... He's, He's naive I, and uh, just a he's I, he's old, he's so white. I relate I relate to him though because he every time like he's got a wisecrack. He's a jokester. He's, yeah, he's like eh. he, he wasn't always. Yeah, wasn't always. He was. Uh, Luke kind of taught him that uh, yeah. he wasn't always. He was he was very straight laced. He was very stick up his his ass kind of guy. Yeah, but, but I, I for some reason I relate to him. Just you know, if I were fighting crime, I'd be throwing quips and, and be like, "Yeah, this is so bad." And then it's it. But, but you wouldn't it really be like is. Deadpool. You'd be like Spidey. Right. All right. Exactly. But David this is written by David Walker, who worked on Shaft. Okay. From, that wasn't Dynamite. Who did Shaft? Was it Dynamite? Dark Horse. I think it was Dynamite. It was Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. So you know the whole kind of street level. Um, the whole kind of street level. He got that. Right. He's already got that down. I think he's a pretty perfect writer for and, this. And with the upcoming uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist series from Netflix <laughs> and also the Defenders. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a, a no-brainer. The timing is perhaps on purpose. Of course it's it is. Easy marketing. Of course easy it is. Because Daredevil comes out in less than a month. Yeah. Which I'm very excited yeah, for. Yeah, but this is just not some throwaway. This nope. is no, they I mean they they went all out on this. Now, so they're they've been reunited. They claim they're not back together though. That uh, this is kind of a one-off deal. Gotcha. And they uh they they're there to help out someone from their past from Heroes of Heroes for Hire. Okay. And um I, I and you know we're, this is current current time. So Luke Cage now married to Jessica Jones. Right. He has a daughter. Got a daughter. So the stakes are higher. Yep. For whatever adventures that they you know they claim that they're they're not together. They claim they're not working together. You, we all know that's it's it's like Mister Mister Incredible and Frozone. Yeah, exactly. Where is my super suit? <laughs> yeah. So, but but why this is, do you need it? Yeah, but they're. It's good to see them back together. It's good to see them. The most they are the oddest couple. It's like <laughs> Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of of the guys, but I, I got to say the um, the art was a little bit uh, jarring to me. Yes. The last Carrie Andrews. Um, series with iron fist was not my favorite right uh so i i will pick it up i will read it um i just gave it a pass for today i think you'll like it they're back right. kicking ass again this time for the right reasons uh doesn't look like it so Probably that's my uh, that's my little little teaser here they okay. get they get conned shall we no. say danny rand gets conned oh man if you never read, actually, uh, a really good uh, lead up to this would probably be the Immortal Iron Fist, uh, Matt Fraction, yeah, David Aha, for sure, awesome, absolutely, pick it up if you haven't already. So, what what do you got there? Poison Ivy, Cycle of Life and Death, written by our friend Amy Chu. Yes, isn't that great? How that works out? Is it's it's really weird we, how that works. We invite a writer out. down. And uh, then she, good she, friend, and she knocks it out of the ballpark. Oh yeah, and, she's um, she's one hell of a writer. Yeah, and this I, is really, really well done. Um, it is. When we last left off, if you did not read Poison Ivy: Cycle Life and Death, number one, um, Poison Ivy is working at a bio, a bio, biobotanical, biobotanical research facility. Research facility, and yeah. the mentor who took a chance on her and hired her, she has been found dead mm -hmm. at the end, and she's been working on plants that were highly poisonous but so it looks like you know maybe she was just poisoned but but our our uh, our friend pamela isley here knows better yep and goes to uh investigate this yeah she's actually putting on her batman shoes and uh 
taking a, a page out of uh, the Dark Knight Detectives uh, playbook, and she's she's walking the beat. It's really kind of funny. She's knocking on doors and uh, taking some names. Yeah, she knows better. She knows she knows what's going on. But here. the last panel, what a shocker! Yes, but as such, as her, uh, she's doing her own investigation, but she's also being investigated. She looks suspicious because they can't find any background on her. Right, she's kind of had to wipe clean. She's also. They're also backtracking the timelines. Like, well, what were you doing yesterday? Who came to visit you? And having Harley Quinn as a friend, having Harley Quinn as a friend stopping by that day, that doesn't look good either. So a lot of, lot, of, uh, lot of struggle here. And one interesting point here that I thought was uh, um, Poison Ivy has a, has a colleague who practices, I guess, I don't know if you call it a religion, a way of life. Uh, you could call it, um, I think it's called the the Jain, the Jan, where uh, you know how our friend Rob Bruce is a vegetarian, yes, and his wife is a vegan, yes, and we've made fun of it before, you know, not yes. to make fun of vegans, ve- vegetarians, but this, there, there's a way of life. Uh, I guess you call it super veganism, where even super any vegan. any plant plants where they believe plants also have life. Okay, so they and they don't eat anything that casts a shadow. Basically. Okay. Yeah. How do you live? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but this is an actual and it's I, I asked I actually asked Amy about this. Uh huh. Where um I'm like, is this real? Like where I've never seen this portrayed in a comic book. Uh they practice uh, a philosophy called ahimsa, which means uh non violence, non killing. Right. Uh if a fly comes through your window, you shoo it out. You don't you don't smack it with the newspaper. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I'm like, I've never seen this in a, in a paper. This is kind of cool. So I, she had a colleague who was Ashima, a, a, a super super vegan, right? Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to remember Jane John. I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, but that's how she incorporated in this, which makes total sense with poison ivy in the mix. Right. I thought that was cool because she can't. She doesn't eat what? I mean, what can she? Seriously, there's nothing she can eat. She's not a. She's a vegetarian, but not a vegetarian because yeah. she's not going to eat her own kind. Right? She doesn't eat meat. What do you? What do you feed them? Yeah. Newspaper. I thought that was cool. But on the other hand, uh, Ivy, killing people. Well, I mean, <laughs> you got you, you. know what, Ming? You know what they say about omelets? Yeah, sure. Um, dog abusers <laughs> in particular. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Haven't we all had that little uh, power fantasy about that guy who smacks around a dog? Yeah. So little. Let's see how you it's like. An odd it. struggle here. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of stuff in here that's. Um, uh, at oh, I'm sorry, Jiva. Uh, Jiva. What? Oh, Jain. J A I N. It's a uh, it's a minority religion from India. Practice ahimsa, nonviolence to living beings, humans, animals, insects, and anything and plants as well. That's that's pretty cool. I yeah. mean, I. I think that that's it's a difficult way of life, but God bless you. Super pacifists. Super pacifists. Do, do you think? Uh, do you think you could do this? No, Mike? not even for a day. I'm I'm trying to figure out what the motivation would be to to uh, live this way of life. It would have to be Gandhi esque. Yes, I'm assuming you would have to be. Um, you you would have to take that kind of. Uh, example okay. like Gandhi and you know right passive resistance yeah. and such yeah so it says uh if it if it falls off the tree Mike you're allowed to eat it if okay it, so you have to sit around waiting yeah oh, or if it falls off the you know whatever's the growing, vine the you can, whatever you can eat it okay yeah. so good on, great sort of like it's giving it to you yeah Here you go it's, yeah it's but I thought I, I was like wow what an interesting take especially your poison ivy who is a plant a plant Half human. So if you put like a cow up on top of a, a mountain and, and it falls off, and it falls off, I, I I can eat it. I, yeah, let's say yes. All right. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm I don't all know, for it. Well, yeah, I don't I I don't know what you call that. Waiting around for dinner. That's what okay. I call that. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, In, a minute steaks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You got anything else there? Uh, yeah, I do. Star Wars number sixteen. I have this here in my hand. Star it's, Wars sixteen, yeah. where. You may want to you may want to pick up Darth Vader. You want to you want to pick up Vader down is what you want to. We want to pick up Vader down. So it's not uh, a prerequisite, of, but it'll it'll make more sense. Yeah, uh, let's put it this way: uh, Vader was uh, 
he was on the the list of the emperor. The emperor put him on his list. We all know what kind of list that is because we're it's working never in a comic store. You don't want to be not on the good. List. You don't want to be on, be on the, uh, the emperor's list. No. But um, he went to go find. He uh, Vader found out that the emperor knew that his his children were alive. Yeah, I think he only thought that it was um, Luke. Yes, was not, alive. Did not Leia. find out. Did not Uh-oh. find out about Leia. Yeah, but he he found out that Luke was alive and that the Emperor knew. Yeah, and he is very angry. Yes. So, uh, and compounded with the fact that the Emperor has been searching for Vader's replacements, right? And he's got a couple of candidates, and they're all jockeying for a position because um, the Emperor's like, "You want to prove that you're worthy to be my my apprentice." Then prove it. It's all a it's all a wicked game, Mike. Of course it is. It's <laughs> it's Darwinism. It's actually it's he's taking a page out of Apocalypse's uh, handbook, and it's it's uh, survival of the fittest. And uh, Vader's already cut down a couple of the competitors. Yeah, working on the dark side not always fun. No, well, actually, it is always fun. It keeps you on your toes. I guess not the most positive workplace, though. right? So you're going uh, to run into sabotage and right favoritism. So Vader has gone behind the Emperor's back in the first couple of his own series, and he's recruited um, a sidekick. I'd call her a sidekick. Oh, for sure. Dr. Afra. Dr. Afra. She is a, uh, a rogue archaeologist and munitions expert. Yes. Uh, robotics, the whole nine yards. And she looks for uh, exotic and esoteric Killing devices. Yes, and she's very loyal to Darth Vader. She is. She's a big fan of his. Yeah. So they're uh, helping each other out. So yeah, actually, she she's like, I'm sign me up to be your sidekick. Yeah. And, I'm in. Uh, so he I, did. I, I like what I like your I like what you're doing. Yeah. I like to work with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. Mm-hmm. So she uh, she signs up and she brings along. Um, Triple triple zero. Triple zero and BT. Which, and BT something. Yeah. Uh, and BT <laughs> is a killer astromech. Yes. Uh, delights in uh, blowing Blood. blowing up and- Bloodletting, killing. Uh, no, no, that was that's triple zero. Oh, triple, triple zero. zero okay. loves the bloodletting. Yeah. Which is a uh, rogue protocol drug. Yeah. So you've got a bad uh, R2 and a bad C3PO, and you've got a-, a she is sort of like a a cross between what would you say Indiana Jones and uh, Short Round. Yeah, that's that's yeah. A good. So um, and you know, do- always time for love, Doctor right. Vader with a little with li- little evil thrown in. Yeah, lots of lots of evil. But she's also in. very resourceful and and a kind of a badass too. So. Right, and in uh, Vader Down, she inadvertently put Vader in a pretty bad situation where he had to face down the entire rebel fleet yeah and being the pilot that he is he pretty much came out on top yeah he got out of it but she gets captured yeah but yeah she's captured by the at at, by the end but she went to to go and and save him which really she didn't need to do no got herself captured so captured this issue she gets transported by princess leia to i guess you could call it the the alcatraz of the universe. Rebel penitentiary. Rebel penitentiary, where housed near a sun. Caged heat. Caged, yeah, like literally caged heat. <laughs> it's literally in a sun's orbit. Yeah. And as such, the uh, the people who run the prison get a little cocky. They're like, ah, no one could break out of here. You don't have to worry about anything. We got this. Guess what? Guess what? Not. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you say that, always listen for Guess the. Guess what? Uh, Their force is trying to break her out, and it looks like they're about to. So. And then we got a little backstory with Han and Luke going on a supply run. Right. They need money. Yep. And they go gambling. Actually, no. They, they've got money. They've got money to go and buy. Um, this is like an episode of, I swear to God, Andy Griffith show. Where, uh, Did this happen where Barney Fife and yeah, Andy no, Griffith went <laughs> No, it's a, No, Otis and... Uh, <laughs> Otis that goes makes out. more sense. Otis and, uh, and Opie go out you know, to, to pick up stuff from the, the some, feed store. Yeah, or some worms for... For the Come on, world. Otis! You gotta go. We yeah. gotta. We gotta go buy some feed. Yeah, Han Solo is uh, forever the, the 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 rogue, the rogue, the, the gambler, the, the the scruffy nerf herder. Yes, and if he's got to play so, the 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 game. Sabak, 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 Sabak. Yeah, whatever you call it. 
And can he can never play it straight, man. No, he's always he trying to cheat. Straight. And so he cheats and he gets caught. He gets caught and then they're on the run. So And they got no money. They got no money. So they got to get the money. They, or magic beans, whichever you want to yeah. get. So if you've been caught gambling and can't go back to the tables anymore, you smuggle. <sighs> so we'll be... This is cool, though. I like the, the adventures of Han and Luke. Uh, I'm telling you, though. Like this, what the, a bad end. The wacky adventures of Han and Luke. What a bad end. I got a bad feeling about this. I, I love it. Yeah, did you read Superman American Alien number four? I did not. That is I in think my... this Out of all four, I think this is the end of the miniseries, issue four, I believe. No, I no, I don't think it no? is. No? Okay. Issue four of the miniseries. <laughs> I think this one might be your favorite. Okay. This one, fast forward. Uh, not much from the, la- from the last one. Uh he, he read pretended it. to be Bruce Wayne. He did inadvertently, and he was parting on his yacht. So this fast forwards a little bit, where um, Clark Kent, Lois Lane vying for for a coveted internship at the Daily Planet. Oh hell yeah! So they both go to this major historical press conference held by the three. I want I don't want to use the word superpowers, but three times Oliver Queen, mm-hmm. Lex Luthor, and Bruce Wayne. Right. <coughs> Excuse me, and. He gets there, and Oliver Queen, who was parting with him in the last issue on the boat, is like, hey, Bruce Wayne, what are you doing here? He's like, no, I'm Clark Kent. Being mistaken. But he gets, gets, what do you think is an exclusive meeting with Lex Luthor, Mm -hmm. only to be dumped off in the the Wayne Enterprises daycare level, where he comes face-to-face with a young Dick Grayson. Nice. Who is wise beyond his years, and talks to him about the, the, the Bruce Wayne philosophy. But by the end... Someone, uh, someone thinks he's he, this Clark Kent might be snooping around, might be getting too close to him, and there is a confrontation. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, you can guess. All right, who comes face to face for the first time? Okay, gotcha. And it's pretty cool. All right, yeah. So Max Landis, good on you. All right, cool. On this issue, it's it's an intense meeting. What else we got? A meeting where oh, a meeting that we might be seeing later on in the cinema. Okay, I don't want to spoil. I don't. I think I can figure that coming. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, Huck number four, Mark Millar, amazing art by Raphael Albuquerque, put out by Image. Right. I know you haven't delved in. You're waiting for the trade. I am waiting for the trade. Yep, dude, this book is right up your alley. I'm telling. you. I described it as a Forrest Gump with superpowers, which it go. It's it's way more beyond that. This character Huck, it's so pure. It's so he he does good deeds from his heart, and as but he's naive as well. All right, so that so it is John Coffee with superpowers. Yes, okay. Because yeah. I never thought a forest is all that pure. It is, but with the more, of course, there's going to be a dark side. Of course, there's a sinister bent. Uh, at the end of the last issue, we find out Huck has a brother. So his brother comes and gives him a little backstory. Because he, he's adopted, he doesn't he doesn't have anybody. Okay, he doesn't have any family, or so he thought. Now his brother comes and tells him the backstory. He's like, "Listen, you have a mother. Your mother was the product of a Russian, Russian, a Russian experiment <sighs> uh, during the Cold War. They wanted to Those create a, They wanted to create a super army where uh, you know they tried and failed with cloning. And they're like, "Wait a minute, why don't we just take one of our successful experiments, get her pregnant?" And use the offspring as our army, and it turns out that's who Huck is. So okay. his, his mother was the first one. His mother escapes a facility that they're experimenting on in Russia, swims across the, the Atlantic Ocean. That's how much wow. of a badass okay. she is, and has twins, him and, and his brother. So they're on, they're trying to track down his mother. Huck has this ability where if you if you give him a name or a photo. He's able to track down the person. So they kind of go on a road trip to go find her in Vermont. Like photokinesis or something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Now, while they're road tripping, Huck, of course, uh, he's got to do the good deeds he runs into on the way, which involves saving people from burning building and helping ducks cross a road. What about his brother? His brother, you know, I noticed that his brother doesn't help out in any way. okay. And now... We find out why by the end. Okay. Not going to spoil it. All right. But this, this, uh, I, I'm loving this, man. I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. I, Three I, thumbs up from Ming Chen. I know, I know you. Oh, yeah. I'm I gonna, know. I'm going to be reading this. I know your, your penchant for great, pure, lovable, and heroic characters. People cool. who Thanks. do things out for yeah. purely out of good intentions. And, that's that's Huck. That's Huck. Yes. All right. Three thumbs up. Good three, man. Three thumbs up. Yes, for sure. 
And uh, just just some honorable mentions here, if I may. Uh, sure. Star Lord number three. Yes. This is uh, Peter Quill year year one. Yep. If you want, if you want to call it that. right after he was abducted, if you will. Yeah. How how he came into the fold with Yondu from mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, and you know why he becomes a Peter Quill that you see in the movies. Right. Yondu, as many comic uh, aficionados realizes, is not. He was actually from the 30th century Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He had nothing really to do with the present day Guardians, but hey, time travel. But man, Michael Rooker knocked it out of the park, and that's, sure such, that's the depiction you're, gonna, you're probably going to see. Yeah, it's the only, on. only depiction you're going to see. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Sex Criminals number 14, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not reading that. Yeah. There's a moment where they get kind of meta where the, the two writers insert them into the comic, having a conversation about the struggle that they're mm. having with the dialogue. Which I think is pretty funny. One of them was like, "Well, why do I care? I got my coke. I got my coke money." Oh, no, nice! It's great. It's it's absolutely great. Uh, Deadpool and Cable number one. No, Deadpool and Cable number three. Oh, number three. The yes, third you, of split seconds. Yes, yes. yes. Do you like time hopping, Mike? Because Who you're going to see a lot of time hopping. Of course, especially with Cable. Yeah. So those are those are those are those are my picks for the week. Very cool. And mine. Uh, what else came out? Yeah, Batman. So, Batman and Robin Eternal. Number twenty, yeah, Wonder Woman um, forty nine, yes, Silver um, Surfer number two. If you're a fan of yeah. uh, Mr. Red, yes, pick, pick that up. It was a pretty heavy week, actually. So, well, it's pretty good you, you week. Have, you can't really go wrong. You have no shortage of books to pick from. And also, one my my book of the week is uh, the Uncanny X Men Omnibus Volume Three. Yes, it's Chris Claremont, Dave Cockrum, and Paul Smith. Yeah, amazing. Did you were you transported back to? Absolutely. 14, oh I don't God. know how old you were. I was 14. Yeah, 14 year old you. 14 year old me. I'm like, oh, I'm loving this. Paul, just rediscovering Paul Smith's artwork. Yeah. Amazing. Especially, and I was never a Dave Cockrum fan. God rest his soul. He was, he was a fine artist, but you know, I, my X Men were John Byrne X Men. Yeah. But that's where, when I jumped on. Yep. And I was to go from that to, to Dave Cockrum, a little bit more sketchy, a little less refined. Right. And then Paul Smith came and he was amazing. That was all. That was Mike Zapsic's wheelhouse right there. Awesome. A couple notes here, a couple notes in the comic book uh, and comic book news. Deadpool, which we went to see a week ago, raked in 134 million this weekend. 134 million. Yep. Rated our movie. Rated our movie. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you glad that you didn't listen to Ryan Reynolds and made it PG 13, folks? Yeah. No. Go for the R. Yeah, it worked out for this one. Yeah, and I hear they're trying to make the uh, the last Wolverine a, a rated R movie as well. I heard that too. I think it's a mistake, huge mistake. I think but- Wolverine does not need to be rated R. I think it's going to eat into their box office prof- box office profits. I, That's what they were looking for, which it looks like they are. But it's weird because um, someone had said that you know Wolverine's not an antihero. Yeah, yeah, he is. He was. He is, he, but he's not like dick joke, fart no. joke. Strip club, anti-hero. No, no. I'll, mm, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I can show you a couple of... Uh, like instances? Instances okay. where he was that guy. I can show you... A okay. l- actually, I can show you like three or four. So, okay. yeah. But he was, but not anymore. Now he's respectable-like. Yeah. So... Well, as as you can be with claws that rip people to shreds. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if- He stopped being a murderer. He was a murderer when he first <sighs> started out. Yeah, stone killer. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think you need to wander in that territory, nah, though. You don't for you know, based on content. But I, I do want to congratulate the the integrity for the creative team behind Deadpool. Oh, they're amazing for keeping it keeping it like it is depicted mm-hmm. in the comic books. Yep, for keeping all the raunchy humor for keeping it Deadpool. Yeah, make it don't don't make it what it wasn't. It was Deadpool, and it remained Deadpool. Yeah, so that's cool. So, will this make future movies better, worse? Do you have an opinion on this? Well, I, I think it should go from movie to movie. You shouldn't try to be a Deadpool clone. Yeah. So that's just me. Yeah, but at the same time, I think filmmakers and the suits, Mike, can see that you can be stay true to the source material. And make a little bit. Of, if you if it's money you want, then that's. I'm hoping that that's what they take. I hope I hope that's their takeaway, rather than hey, let's make uh, Wolverine a dick and fart joke guy. Yeah, so. yeah. But needless to say, we both loved it. We both. Yeah. I heard you guffawing. Oh, it was great all the way across a crowded theater. Yep. And I heard you having a, a ripper and good time, as did I. <laughs> yeah. One interesting note: there is a f- 
final battle. This isn't really a spoiler, but they there's there's a battle mm-hmm. and 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 a, and a large vessel. Yes, and you're looking at it and like that's clearly is that a helicarrier? Yeah, it's clearly a helicarrier, right? Yeah, and it was, but they had to they had kind of had to skate around it. Yeah, Fox does not own the rights to the no, to they the, do the not helicarrier. Yeah, so as such, they had to make a few changes. Yep, and they did, and I guess it was satisfactory enough that they they were where they were able to, to get past. Yeah. Um, Copyright lawyers or any lawyers, shockingly enough. I know. I wonder. I I wonder. I don't. I wonder if it had to pass through a bunch of people. Oh yeah, iterations, of and they had to. You know, no, no. Take that out. Take that out. Take that mm. out. It's too close. But it was. It was pretty obvious, though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. So that was. Uh. That was cool. There's a petition now. Uh. In the in the region of Regina, Saskatchewan, the the home of Deadpool, to erect a statue. Your thoughts on that? I'm not paying for it. You're not gonna. You won't. You're I'm, not gonna not go on the GoFundMe. No. Why would I? It's a. It's a Deadpool statue. Have the Have which the town be, fathers do it. Would, which would be awesome for them. Yeah. Come on. We got. Aren't, isn't there a Superman statue at his birthplace? Wherever that is. But I didn't pay for that either. Nor am I going to. Okay. So you're. That's where you draw the line. Yeah. I mean, why would you want to do that? Okay. Right. Because it's awesome. What well, like a. If would you fund a James Tiberius Kirk statue somewhere in in Iowa? No, but I think you would. No, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> sorry, not going to do it. Why are you? You're, you're all stingy on me all of a sudden. Well, all of a sudden, just because of the statuary thing. You know what? If you've, you can you've get thrown it, more money at lesser things, I have, and um, and and rightly so, because those are the things that I'm passionate. I'm about. trying to remember what the else statu- you funded. Uh, I have the, funded the, the mystery uh, science, mystery science theater. Okay, I did. I funded fair, that's pretty noble. I funded the room. The room. The the where are they now? Yeah. You've, and uh, what else did I? I funded a couple of people who were having a tough time and. And I also funded uh, what the hell was that the uh, the Man of War. <laughs> I oh funded yeah, Man of okay, War. Okay, yeah, sure. So yeah, okay. Well, I just thought it'd be cool. I probably this will never happen. It'll never happen. Literally. There's also a petition out there to get Deadpool to host Saturday Night Live. I don't know if Ryan Reynolds can do it. Why not just have Ryan Reynolds do it? No, because they want Deadpool. I can see a sketch. But um, not the, no, not the whole, whole thing. Yeah, I, ain't gonna happen. No, it's ain't it's gonna happen. Broadcast television is not gonna happen. happen. No, just you gotta play different characters, and I don't know, not gonna happen. As Deadpool, that I, I think that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, Walking Dead season six mid season premiere. Awesome. I'm sure you loved it. Oh my god. I. Not a spoiler. Speechless. A speechless. Not a spoiler, but I I, I watched it. Carl's eye. I can't believe they did it. Oh my god! I'm just Carl. gonna go come go right. I just said, it. "Oh, Carl." That's that was my tweet, and somebody's like, "Spoilers!" I'm like, "No, come on." Uh, I said, "You're oh, listening Carl. to this. You've seen it." Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think they would do it though. I'm glad they did. Yeah. But my favorite part of the whole thing, yes, was actually the Talking Dead and Porch Dick Junior. <laughs> That's what I loved, and I said, "Way to go there, um, Chris Hardwick. You yeah. go, boy, Porch, Porch Dick, Dick Junior." Well, there are two Porch Dick Juniors. No, there's just Porch Dick. There's Porch Dick and Porch Dick Junior. Right. So that kid was Porch Dick Junior. Ron. That. Okay, the, you uh, don't count Sam as a Porch Dick Junior. No, as well? no, no. He was just a, a fucked up kid. So. No, I had to get my my uh, f bomb in. He there wasn't someplace. effed up. He was yes, like he was. a little oh, kid. God. He was growing pe- up in the zombie apocalypse. Post traumatic oh, stress, that's, man. Of course, that's going to screw you. PTSD. Up. Couldn't deal with it. I, of I couldn't deal with it either. No, I'm telling you, that's why. That's that's why you're he zombie flipped child. out. Of course, he did. In the midst of a zombie horde, I could I sympathize with him. The, uh, I think he should have stayed with uh, Gabriel. You're right. So, all right. Well, that hindsight was his, is twenty twenty, and it's true. Now you're eighty five, fifteen. True. Gonna miss a lot of those guys though. Yeah. Alexandra Breckenridge who played Jesse. I thought she, she was, was a cool awesome. character, yeah. but we we knew she was going. We read the comics. It kind of yeah. sucked that we knew. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But they of, could they could have saved her. Coulda, but they didn't. They could have. Yeah. They didn't. Uh, and bums me out. But, I know. Yeah. Well, let's wrap this up, yeah. Ming. And uh, I, I think so. Uh, my last note: uh, Jeremy Irons who plays Alfred in Batman. Yes. For Superman. Says that Ben Affleck is a, an extraordinary Batman. Extraordinary. He's, yes, he's. I. He's not I, a word mincer, and I don't think of him as beating around the bush or no, or a company I, man. Jeremy, I'm going to tell you that 
Ben Affleck, he's he looks like he's going to knock it out of the park as Bruce Wayne. What little I've seen, yeah. looks fantastic. I want to rub it in the noses of all the doubters, of which there are many, and I know you're out. I know who you are. You can't co- come and tell me that you believed this whole time. No, I you saw him. You had that big T-shirt that said Batfleck with the yeah the with big the red. no yeah the no symbol through yeah. there. I have I, I saw you. I have a photo of you in that shirt. <laughs> Mark Costello. Oh, Mark Flanagan. Mark's dead. Walt Flanagan is going to burn that shirt. No, no, it wasn't uh, Walt Flanagan. Well, no, Walt, Walt thought he was going to do good. Yeah. 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 Hey, friend of the family. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where are we uh, going to be, Ming? We are going to be at the Central Pennsylvania Comic Con, March 4th through the... Through the Hell yeah, March we 4th will. March 4th through the 6th. We'll be there all three days with our friend uh, Steve Cardenas, our friend Nichelle Nichols, and soon-to-be new friend Billy West. Billy West Fry from Futurama and so many other voices that you love. The Eminem, uh, he's the red Eminem, yeah. I think. So Yeah, come out all three days. It's going to be at the uh, the old main building at the York Fairgrounds and Expo Center. Go to centralpacomiccon.com for tickets. Do we have a VIP package? We don't have that one. We should. The, the normal one is your VIP. Everyone gets treated as a the VIP. Everybody's a VIP. You're, you're all VIPs. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, come on. Hang, out. Come on out and hang out with us. Yeah. Yeah, York, Pennsylvania, Central PA Comic Con. You know, I I can't wait. This is gonna be our our run springer. You know what that yeah. is? It's our our kickoff. It is kind of our con kickoff. Yeah, yeah, for the year. It's, we we'll, we'll be all over. But Rom this Springer, is, what's a Rom Springer? It's where Amish kids get to for the period of a uh, I think a year or two they could do whatever they want. Cool. And bring, they bring your Rom Springers and out. They usually go nuts. That's gonna be us. We're gonna be going nuts. In Central, Central PA, PA. cool. Yeah, so come on out and see us. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. And as as always, comic book men, every Sunday at midnight after the walking and talking. For the day. next seven weeks, folks. Got some great stuff You're coming stuck up. with us. Yeah, got some great stuff. Yeah, so we thank, do. Thank you. And there you go. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.